Thanks for joining us today for BIB Today, the daily business podcast from the newsroom of Business of Vancouver. I'm Kirk LaPointe, publisher and editor-in-chief. We know we live in an interesting paradox right now in which there is some sense of financial security and optimism in the pandemic, and yet also a profound financial anxiety. Um, A recent BMO index found that 39% of Canadians are feeling more financially secure today than they were a year ago, and 76% are feeling optimistic about their financial future over the next year. Yet, there is also anxiety about certain elements of what we're spending our money on or what we need to spend money on. Ivy Wong is Vice President of Financial Planning at BMO, Bank of Montreal, and she joins me now to talk about the survey. Good to see you. Thanks for having me, Kirk. I'm excited to be here. It is an interesting paradox, isn't it? I mean, people are are feeling not too bad and yet really bad. Uh, Well, I think we're about a year into the pandemic. So definitely sentiment has changed from about a year ago. Uh, You know, things are starting to normalize a little bit more, um, but there's certainly still... You know, there's the optimism um, and then there's still the anxiety that's still happening with, with what's happening in, in, uh, with the pandemic. Is, is there a direct link, you think, between the pandemic and financial anxieties? I remember, you know, before the pandemic, we were a little concerned that maybe we were heading into some sort of a recession or an economic downturn of some sort. Is, is, it, is, it to, is the pandemic to blame? Uh, Well, I think the pandemic has uh, thrown us all into uh, a world of uncertainty. And and so I would say there's there's two uh, impacts of the pandemic in terms of Canadians and their financial stress and anxiety. You know, the first would be the the actual impact that the pandemic has had for Canadians. You know, we we are spending less on uh, we have less discretionary spending on, you know, travel, on maybe perhaps eating out uh, and um, you know gym expenses perhaps, but we we could be finding that we have new expenses uh, since the pandemic. Things like you know medical expenses, um, uh, you know things like digital upgrades for students having to work from home or learn from home, or, or workers having to, to work from home. And, and of course, there's the the impact of, of those in the industries that have been impacted the most by the pandemic and, and those um, and what the financial pressure has uh, the, the COVID has done for their for their financial pressures. Uh, and then the second part would be uh, the mental anxiety that the pandemic has has brought. And, you know, we've used this word a lot already, uncertainty. It's just brought a lot of uncertainty in terms of the markets, in terms of the economy, uh, in terms of how long is this pandemic going to go on for and and what we need to do to be able to um, to make sure that we're OK. It. Yeah, it, it, it seems that if you go back a few years, Canadians were always being told to have some savings set aside in case of an emergency, have some finances set aside in case of an emergency. Now, it seems as if that has shifted to have some finances set aside in case of uncertainty. Here, Is that what it's translated into? Uh, well, you know, emergency... Uh, the, the emergencies, you, you want to be prepared for emergencies. And that already is some uncertainty. You know, is this emergency going to come up? Is, is it not? And so what I would say is uh, our financial planners are now having conversations uh, based on the same type of emergencies. But now it's really uh, making sure that um, 
in any in any given circumstance that you're going to be okay. And so, you know, as we take our clients through financial planning conversations, we're really talking about specific scenarios like, you know, how does inflation impact you? If interest rates start to rise, how does that affect your mortgage uh, payments and how is that going to affect your overall financial plan? And how long will your emergency funds uh, work? And also, you know, is it is it your savings enough for for emergency funds? Um, do we need to look at other ways of um, making sure that you have some some sources for for emergency relief? So it's really talking about that uncertainty, and and it really comes down to the individual in terms of what they require for their uh, individual financial situation. And, and it sounds as if what your financial planners are doing with with customers for BMO is to try to provide a little bit of definition to that unknown piece just so that you can quantify what you might be really discussing here because the mind will play a trick on you won't it if if you you can't provide some definition about it you can always be in this realm of uncertainty and unknown and fear that you won't have enough to to deal with it well, if I think back to about a year ago when the pandemic really became uh, prevalent in, in Canada and in BC, uh, our, our financial planners were relying on previous financial plans that they uh, did with their clients uh, and, and in terms of, okay, so, so we're in this pandemic, uh, stay the course and uh, you're going to be okay for the long term, or we need to make some changes to your financial planning, to your savings, to maybe your spending. Uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, budgets, but it really, we really referred back to the financial plan. And that's why it's so important um, to, you know, if you don't have a financial plan yet, talk to a financial planner uh, to, to, to get a plan in place. If you do have a financial plan, it's always good to review on an annual basis, but also when moments like these life event changes, you know, and it's not just the pandemic, you know, things like, you know, buying a home, uh, having a baby, uh, things like that. Always review your financial plan to see what impact it has had and whether you do need to make some changes. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I mean, this has been a phenomenal year, as, as you know, and I, I remember at the beginning of the pandemic, you know, the stock market went went nuts. Uh, you know, we were uncertain about whether we were going to have any financial support out of government for for wages or for job losses or or for any number of things for your rents and things like that. Um, is is this in a way um, is are these seismic events over the last year in terms of our overall financial uh, uh, setting going to you think cause Canadians to take up different behaviors about their approaches to money? Absolutely. Um, I think more and more Canadians are looking to uh, not just the investment planning, but also the financial planning piece mm. of their, their overall financial situation. You know, um, you, you talk about the stock markets, you know, it's very easy just to talk about what you're invested in, but it's really uh, important to connect that investment planning with the financial planning. And what I would also say uh, is becoming more of a topic of conversations that that may have been a, a cause of anxiety in, in the past to bring up was estate and will planning, trust planning, whatever is needed to make sure that your entire financial 
situation is taken care of, not just, again, the investment planning. So very important to, to add that financial planning piece. Is it, um, do you think, making Canadians a little more conservative or just a little more disciplined? Disciplined. Um, mm -hmm. Not necessarily conservative. Uh, I think, it, you know, the, the uncertainty definitely puts some fear into uh, Canadian investors. Um, and so we have had lots of conversations about uh, risk in terms of uh, your investment portfolio. But definitely it's more um, keeping, you know, you can have a fantastic financial plan, but really it's that execution that's key and working with a financial planner to help with that execution uh, and that discipline of your financial plan is extremely important in order to, to make sure you're okay. How do you explain the housing market, Ivy? <laughs> There's one where it's not conservative at all. Uh, and yet, you know, obviously uh, some people feel that there is a discipline to an investment in a house right now, even though the, the prices are, are starting to run away again on us. Uh, well, I think in BC, um, well, particularly in BC, you know, we view uh, housing as part of our investment portfolio. Um, mm. So that hasn't changed. Uh, I think what has changed is, uh, as I mentioned, you know, we're we're actually saving a lot more as Canadians uh, because we're we're spending less on you know discretionary uh, expenses, uh, and so perhaps uh, you know the, that that savings is is um, allowing Canadians to partake uh, more in other types of investments. Um, we're also seeing, you know, uh, people invest their cash in terms of uh, in, in investment portfolios as well as the housing portfolio. Um, so I, I think it's just a matter of surplus savings and, and making some decisions on, on what uh, Canadians are wanting to do with their surplus savings. Yeah. Obviously, a lot of people spend money uh, unconsciously. I mean, they, they're not really all that clear about what their purposes are for it, and uh, and and it's it's not all that uh, well considered, not all that well planned. So, I want to get a sense from you about what are what are some of the early signs of financial stress that we ought to be aware of with ourselves. Uh, well, I think it's important to to know that everyone deals with um, financial stress in their own individual ways um, and how they show or react uh, will be different from from one another. Uh, some common behaviors uh, that uh, were, were that could be a sign of uh, financial stress is losing sleep, lacking mm -hmm. focus, uh, you know, unable to carry out uh, normal tasks uh, and, and avoiding avoiding talking about your finances and avoiding addressing any concerns uh, that you may have about your your finances um, those would be uh, some some signs of financial stress yeah how do you know though that that is a financial stress and not just some kind of pandemic related stress that's very difficult to parse those two uh, well I think in, today uh, you know the pandemic stress obviously adds to the financial stress that, uh, that we're feeling. Uh, and so, you know, there's two ways that, uh, that we can work through our financial stress. And that would be, you know, ourselves, what we can do ourselves. Uh, it would be, uh, you know, first acknowledging that there could be some um, financial stress happening in our lives 
um, taking a look at you know your your own expenses uh, and and seeing you know should we be doing something differently? Uh, how are we spending our money during the pandemic? Uh, and then the other is to work with a professional BMO financial planner uh, who who can lead you through our, our well our financial planning tool uh, inputs some of the numbers that are individual to you as uh, as an individual and and see is there a financial stress happening in terms of your goals achieving your goals in terms of short-term um, cash flow uh, and you know if it's, it's not unlike going to the doctors you know you want to make sure that you get a financial checkup from a professional uh, to make sure that you are healthy financially in any given moment and that's why we really recommend a yearly review but also whenever uh, something uh, a life event happens and the pandemic has been a life event for everybody and so everyone should now really be if you haven't already be reviewing their own financial plan yeah uh, have have the professionals at places like bmo um, shifted a little bit about how they're dealing with customers in terms of um, the kinds of discussions that that are have are had now the, the, that because these are very unusual times they call for maybe a different approach or different technique and all of it is, is are we seeing a kind of a change on your side of the of, of the table as well in terms of the way that that these issues are being broached and discussed uh, well, you brought up uh, the BMO Real Financial Progress Index, and that's actually newly launched uh, in February of this year. Uh, and it's it's really an indicator of how consumers are feeling about their personal finances and whether they are actually making financial progress. But really what it also does is it sparks dialogue, just like what you and I are having, uh, to, to help consumers talk about a topic that causes financial anxiety, uh, but allows uh, an open forum to, to talk about, uh, you know, a difficult topic like money. Uh, so, um, and so we were able to get some statistics out of it. You mentioned that, you know, 39% of Canadians are feeling more financially secure than they were a year ago. But we also uh, found um, the sources of Canadians' financial anxiety. Uh, no surprise that COVID is top uh, on the list, uh, but there's yeah. also, you know, the fear of unknown expenses. 43% uh, uh, was that was causing anxiety. There's also, um, you know, family-related expenses, housing costs. And so knowing this has allowed us to have uh, better conversations with our, with our clients and uh, knowing, you know, what are some common fears uh, that they may have had some anxiety bringing up to us uh, as professionals. Uh, we're able to, to really... Um, dive deep with our with our clients so i would say you know what's changed is uh, we're having financial planning conversations that hasn't changed but we're having probably deeper um financial planning conversations with an emotional element to it to really um, make our clients feel secure financially secure i want to talk uh, also today about what mistakes people make when they're dealing with their financial stresses, you know what what do you see at BMO that people make? Is it is it a, a, a rash investment? Is it pulling out of an investment in a rash way? Is it a, is it or is it more of a paralysis where you don't do it, don't do something when you ought to be doing something? What are the what are the common ways that people make their mistakes in this context? 
Um, I, I think uh, the most common mistake would be acknowledging um, that uh, the financial stress or financial anxiety that someone may be feeling. Um, the other would be staying on course. And that will lead to different behaviors, such as the ones that you just spoke about, you know, buying on impulse. You, you mentioned the housing market. Um, you know, people are taking advantage of our low interest rates. And, and we really want to make sure that, you know, those that want to partake in the housing market, absolutely. But does it make sense for you, uh, for your financial plan? Those are the type of conversations we, we want to help our, our clients with. Uh, so there's definitely, you know, staying the course uh, is definitely the hardest, um, the hardest uh, mistake that an investor can can make. Um, mm -hmm. And so yeah. talking to your financial planner again, and and I'm being honest, you know, there's things that change in our lives, and we need to uh, communicate that uh, in order to see whether it fits into our financial plan. Yeah. Uh, is this, um, do you notice a, a difference in uh, generations around this? Is this, is, is there some age related differences in the way that um, uh, people are approaching these issues at the moment? Uh, yes, I think our conversations uh, align to uh, an age uh, difference in terms of um, optimism. Uh, but mm -hmm. our uh, the BMO Real Financial Progress uh, Index also indicated that millennials and Gen Y tend to be more financially optimistic and more positive, uh, whereas mm -hmm. those 65 plus uh, are feeling a little less financially secure. Um, Is it that because they they don't feel like there is an opportunity for growing their investments in the in the near term, and they feel there's a sort of a finite amount of time? in order to do that. Right. Uh, yes, that definitely is, is a factor. Um, there's also, you know, uh, again, I, I mentioned, you know, estate and, and, and will planning, um, making sure their families are, are taken care of. That's definitely, that topic has come to mind a lot more for, for uh, mm. the, the 65 plus and, and older generation. So they're concerned that they're not gonna be able to take care of their families. In, in this way, is that what you're saying? Um, not necessarily not take care, but making sure um, more so now that their their financial affairs are in order, um, that um, you know things are in place. In uh, so it I goes back to that uh, you know the mental impact that the pandemic has had on Canadians, and you know again Canadians are thinking a little bit more. Uh, about their uh, finances and, and their overall financial situation and making sure that everything uh, is is in order. Yeah, uh, last last point on this. I mean, when I see the kind of um, messaging that comes from financial institutions um, about, you know, about people's prospects, about their their financial situations, you know, the, I think people are, are given a, a bit of a, a positive message out of financial institutions and all of this. Um, how, how do you think the messaging uh, needs to be in, a, in these uncertain times when you're taking a look at what your own client base is telling you in all of this? Do, is, is there a, a need to be you know, as, as realistic as possible about some of the uncertainties and not trying to 
to gloss them over because when I hear you talk about uh, housing, for instance, and how you know people are are taking advantage of low interest rates, I mean we all know that those low interest rates won't last forever. They'll they'll at some point they'll change. We know that inflation won't be under control forever. There'll be there'll be something there. So so in a way, uh, I guess what I'm trying to conclude with here is is what is the what do you think is the overall tone that you you think that Canadians need to have in, in these times? From their financial institutions about how to go about their planning, their approach, you know, their their purpose with their savings and with with their investments. Uh, well, so the conversation should be uh, when you're talking to a, a professional um, is you know what is it that you're wanting to achieve in terms of you know goals in terms of um, you know, family, all of the important uh, factors for, for an individual. Uh, and how are we going to achieve those um, in a way that does not cause a lot of financial anxiety or financial stress? And, and having a clear path uh, along the way. Uh, that would be uh, the message I would send to, uh, to all Canadian investors. And, you know, and part of that plan, again, it's about adapting to, to changes. And you know, if, if the pandemic has also done anything for us, it's it's caused a lot of us to have to learn to adapt quite quickly. And so some of those financial decisions you made in the past may not be the best decision uh, at this point. And so it's revisiting that plan over and over again. You just want to make sure that whatever goals uh, you want to achieve, you're communicating that with your professional, just like you would a doctor and and. and working together to achieve those those goals yeah you've given us a lot of advice today i, I, I think it's, it's been great a lot, a lot of i think a lot of investors and a lot of basic uh, consumers would be able to get a lot out of what we've said and i want to thank you for your time today ivy no problem thank you kirk ivy wong is with uh, the bank of uh, montreal bmo uh, she is the vice president of financial planning You've been watching BIV Today. I'm Kirk LaPointe. Thanks a lot. We'll see you again.